The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. Fauci did bioweapon research in Montana in 2018 with bats and a coronavirus. Uh, coronaviruses actually from the Wuhan lab. You can't you can't make this up. They didn't just do it in Wuhan. Apparently, we thought that Fauci was making sure that he wouldn't break American laws, but apparently he did gain a function research, which is bioweapon research. That's why I called it bioweapon research, because it's the same thing. Gain of function is bioweapon research. And apparently that's what they did in Montana. You you would think, you would think I'm making it up, but I'm not. Folks, I also think uh, I probably should give you an update on my health um, because I get asked questions all the time. And so every once in a while, I try to give you shows where you can't tell that I am dying of cancer. And some people might be new and don't even know that. Because if you see some shows, you would never be able to tell. And you can't tell that right now I am in severe pain. So I've been struggling and I I can barely walk. (sighs) It's hard because I'm in pain right now. And when I think about the pain... I feel it. When I'm doing my show, what usually happens is is I get adrenaline and I don't feel the pain because I'm so into the show. So I can really come across as really normal during my show. Like right now, I'm concentrating on what I'm saying. I'm starting to get into it and, and I can seem normal. But as soon as I'm done, boom. The pain gets me bad and it's it's severe. And I have mass growing at my tailbone, which I didn't understand why I was having such complications, but they've already done everything they can possibly do is pretty much don't know what else is left to do. There's not much. Um, it just would be a miracle. Something has to, my body has to fight, fight it off and it's not. And my whole right leg is getting worse and I have pain all the way down. And then my foot completely And now it's starting because the mass is wrapping around the tailbone area to do it to my other leg. Uh, So I have it in both legs, but one is so much worse than the other. It overwhelms the left leg. The problem is, is it's really hard for me to get around. So I'm pretty much most of the day bedridden. It's not that I can't get up and go and and move around. And I usually take a cane, but I can't go Long distances. I can't walk long distances. So you would never know this. You wouldn't know that, oh, Ben's, he's basically, he can't even really even walk. You would never know. And people say, well, you look really good. Yeah, I've lost weight because I don't have much of an appetite. And therefore, I look good because I've lost weight, but that's not a good thing. It'd be better if I had weight. And if I was a really, really old person dying of cancer, I would look horrible because I've lost so much weight. But because I'm younger, 
you know, losing weight made me look when I'm in a camera, probably a little bit better. So you think, well, he's looking healthy, but that's not the case. I'd, I'd rather have a little bit more weight on me than what I already do. So I don't have much of an appetite, but I do eat. I force myself to eat at times and other times I'm able to eat. It's just up and down, up and down. My pain can be very, very severe or it can be severe. That's my two options. It's it's either, I'll say bad. It's either bad or it's severe where I'm like, my goodness, I can't really do anything. And I'm just trying to find a position in which I can lay. But because it's on my tailbone, sitting, standing, or laying down all create pressure on it that gives me extra pain. There are a few positions that I can lay on my side. So I'm in constant torment 24-7 a day. Um, I can bring it down sometimes with pain meds to where I have not. And if I distract my mind, like what I'm doing with the show, if I can do that with a television show, but I can only do that for so much. So it's not good. That's the update. It's pretty bad. I'm just suffering. And that's all that's really happening. And that's all that's going to happen going forward, it looks like. I'm just going to suffer and suffer and suffer. And it's just going to get worse. Uh, I need prayer because I'm not looking forward to it getting worse because I can't imagine it being any worse than it already is. <sighs> this is another reason why I tell you guys, you <laughs> pray for Jesus' return. You know what's happening in the world. And I said a long time ago when I first informed you that I was dying of cancer, am I going to last or is America going to last? Who's going to go first, me or America? And what I'm hoping is, is that Jesus steps in and raptures. And the rapture, I hope, is near and I get pulled out and don't die. I've always wanted to make it to the rapture and I'm hoping God will grant me that. And I hope it's near. So... Uh, prayers help. Last time I asked for massive prayers when I was having severe pain, I really went for like a week with not not as much pain. I, I always have pain, but it was better. It really was. I could tell. I was like, man, people really did pray for me. I, I, I could tell. I need that again. All right, let's get into Dr. Fauci. Uh, and <clears throat> my voice and everything... And my presence should get stronger as I get into this. And thank goodness my mind can separate. And I, I get so into this, my adrenaline goes and I, I'll i look normal. So Dr. Naomi Wolf was on talking about this whole Fauci situation with Steve Bannon, of course. On the war room, this one is the one that airs on Lindell TV. Uh, take a listen. Again, you can't make this stuff up. Fauci should go to prison. The long hand of Fauci. Let's start with Fauci first, ma'am. Can you give us an update? Yeah, it's an un you know, it's an unbelievable story. It confirms everything we've suspected. Um, the Daily Mail UK reported it. Basically, um, why has Dr. Fauci been so defensive to the extent of apparently lying to Congress uh, when questioned by uh, Rand Paul about whether he had engaged in gain-of-function experiments. Well, here's why. 
Um, in 2018, Dr. Fauci collaborated with the Wuhan Institute of Virology uh, to ship coronavirus from the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China, which is overseen by the People's Liberation Army of the Chinese Communist Party of China. Um, they shipped coronavirus to the Rocky Mountain Laboratories, which is an NIH lab in um, in Montana, uh, in a collaboration with, you've heard this name before, Dr. Ralph Barrick of the University of North Carolina. That's right. Don't forget the University of North Carolina was doing this gain-of-function research and are really behind this. You know, it is possible that we frame the Chinese. We're the ones that were funding everything at the Wuhan lab. You say, why would we frame the Chinese? The Chinese would want to kill us, yes. The Chinese wants to kill us right now. Maybe one of the reasons is because of what Fauci did. Because imagine, imagine if China didn't have a lab leak. But Dr. Fauci is well aware of the coronavirus, well aware of the bioweapon, well aware of the plan that the globalists have to release a bioweapon to scare the world, well aware of de the depopulation plan, and who had a massive motive but the left to get rid of Donald Trump and release it early. Now, China had a massive motive because of the economic reasons and what Trump was doing to China. I think they collaborated and did it together. They were collaborating and doing everything together as it is. So that's the most logical thing. They were both involved. But don't forget, we have our own Americans. They were behind this. What's really irritating is, is the guy who created the very thing that you were supposed to be afraid of, they then put in charge of what to do next. It's, it's really amazing. They get to do it to you and be the answer. Let me give you more of Dr. Naomi Wolf. So this was a joint venture with the Wuhan lab and Dr. Fauci at a time when experimenting on gain of function research was illegal, was illegal in the United States of America. So we thought that he solved that problem by shipping the same experiments off to Wuhan. But in fact, he collaborated with Wuhan to bring the coronavirus to the United States, to the heart of the United States in 2018, to Montana, to a lab that he oversaw. Not only that, he arranged with a, quote, shady roadside zoo in Maryland, which is 15 minutes away from Camp David, which is overseen by a former NIH official, to get um, 12, uh, 12 bats, Egyptian bats, to be shipped to him in Montana, to his lab in Montana, to be infected with the coronavirus from the Chinese lab in Wuhan, China. This was 2018. Um, so this was discovered by a group of uh, internet activists um, and investigators uh, na named Drastic. They've established their credibility in the past and a subgroup called the White Coat Waste Project. And um, the president and founder, Anthony Bellotti, said, quote, our investigation has uncovered the real life horror story of how a shady roadside zoo whose curator was an NIH animal experimenter shipped off bats to a deadly government virus lab overseen by Dr. Fauci to be infected with a coronavirus obtained directly from the Wuhan lab that experts believe caused COVID. This is unbelievable. 
Could the original leak come from Montana? You can't rule it out. You don't know for sure. He did it on American soil. You can easily charge this guy. He broke our laws for sure. Uh, this, Unless this story is somehow ends up being a hoax, and I don't think it is at all, too many people have reported on it for me to believe that it would end up in the end, oh, no, this didn't happen. You, They used bats. It's not even like they would say, well, this lab in Montana was experimenting on rats. No. Even the bat thing is the same. It, it can be frustrating to know that in our two-tier justice system, no matter how much hardcore evidence comes out, no matter how guilty these people are, we have no faith that any of them will be held accountable. All we can do is make them accountable in front of the public eye. All we can do is present the truth to enough people that when Dr. Fauci steps out of his house, he should be scared that people are, are shaming him with their eyes, that he's being stared at as everyone looks at him like he's O.J. Simpson. That's how he should feel every time he steps outside his door. Now, that's the only thing we're going to get. I don't see him ever going to jail. More? So these rats, I mean, sorry, these uh, bats were later sacrificed. Uh, they, the lab, the NIH lab analyzed their organs and took a look to see how infectious this virus was. So Dr. Fauci has been pointing the finger at people who who raised questions about whether there was a lab leak and saying that they're dangerous misinformation spreaders. In fact, he was experimenting on the Chinese origin Wuhan lab coronavirus in the United States in 2018. We'll get to it. I gotta, I'll talk to you after. I've got to be back on because remember, Obama's National Security Council shut it down because they saw a place like University of Maryland at Barrick in North Carolina start publishing this stuff, said, whoa, this is out of control. The National Security Council shut it down as to, to put a, a hold on it. Fauci then snuck in and went to went to a low level in in seventeen December seventeen while the head of HHS was was a it was an empty uh, office he had stepped down. Fauci went to the National Security Council to a mid level person and got the thing temporarily lifted without no notifying any senior you know. And Collins knew about this. This thing is going to be a scandal that people's heads are going to blow up. And I want to talk to you after. I mean, this is outrageous. Go ahead, man. No, I was just going to say, you know, the assumption or the story is that it may have leaked from the Wuhan lab in China. It could have leaked from Montana. Very well could have. I mean, we got to get to the bottom of it. Since he's held this, he's held this up, he's suppressed it. I want to make sure I'm going to have you back on because this one we got to drill down on. A Pfizer. You've been on Pfizer since the documents came out. You put together a task force made up of Warren Posse members, but you're great, Amy Kelly, and the team you've got over Daily Cloud to organize this, plus the lawyers. You've been fighting this fight. Now, walk me through the latest financials of Pfizer. How's, how's this vaccine fiasco starting to manifest itself in their financial performance? 
Well, it's it's very satisfying, and it's really due to uh, the posse, and I would say due to you know you providing a platform for this um, unending story, which has now been nearly a two year long investigative uh, story, which the New York Times and the Washington Post did not bother to engage in. Um, and also, of course, to the War Room Daily Cloud Pfizer documents analysts, these 3,250 doctors and scientists. So basically, there's no hiding it anymore. Um, there's no spin that can cover it up. Uh, Pfizer is tanking, and specifically, its COVID-oriented business lines are tanking. Okay, they're tanking. I'll give you a little more what she has to say, but remember... They made record, record profits, like $90 billion or something. Uh, they should be able to put that off to the side, those record profits, and function for the rest of their lives. But it is good to know that they're, they're, uh, they're actually all the way back down to what they were before pre-COVID, and they're, they're starting to struggle a little bit um, when you take it by the year-to-year base. That's what she's saying here, just a so little Reuters bit. Reuters reported on Tuesday uh, that Pfizer had its first quarterly loss since 2019. Notice the timeline. As demand fell for its COVID products and it recorded a hefty charge, uh, mainly from the U.S. government, returning millions of doses of its antiviral treatment, Paxlovid. Pardon me. The company recorded a $5.6 billion charge related to Paxlovid and the vaccine Comirnaty, which is the one that you know, we here on War Room have disclosed, building on the research of other uh, uh, dissident scientists and doctors, that this is the contaminated bait and switch version with the adulterants, the uh, carcinogen, the um, uh, fragments of, of DNA that was rolled out without disclosure to the FDA um, and actually rolled out around the world, in the West especially, and put in people's arms. People are hearing somehow, you know, uh, from War Room through a bunch of other commentators um, and other sources that this is contaminated, they don't want it anymore. Um, and so they're, they're, the government returned it. Um, they're also... Yeah, the, the American people have figured it out. They have figured it out, and that's a good thing, at least as a whole. But it is still surprising how many people will stand in line like at a you know, a local drugstore or something, and there's people getting... COVID shots, I'm still amazed. And it's not just the flu shot, people. I, I, I'm amazed that there's as many as there still is. Let me move on and squeeze this in. Besides, you know, I, I could rant on Fauci, but I just, I have no faith anything will ever happen to him. There's so much stuff that could happen. There's been fraud that has been proven against Pfizer. We should be allowed to sue. There should be lawsuits going crazy. But as the world is, is in chaos with war, there isn't enough time to go down these roads. So Putin comes out against Israel as World War III escalates. That's the headline. From InfoWars, take a listen as they, they show you what Putin had to say. It's important to know because it's really about the Western world and whatever he's saying about Israel. Remember, Putin's going to be associating that with the United States. So you have to factor that in. 
the collective responsibility of the horrible events that are now unfolding in the Gaza Strip when hundreds of thousands of innocent people are being exterminated. People who have nowhere to go, nowhere to hide from the bombardments, from the shelling, cannot be justified. When you look at the children covered in blood, at the dead children, deceased children, when you look at how the elderly women are suffering, how medic professionals are dying, of course, it makes you clench your fist and it makes you cry. I cannot put it in any other way. Israel's not seen as the underdog anymore. Israel as seen as an extension of the West. And Vladimir Putin has now come out in a speech we're going to play here for you in a moment and said just that. So this is about to turn into a regional war. We already have a big war in Ukraine. China's going to move into Taiwan. They're openly saying they're getting ready to. And all hell's going to break loose. You add to that the head of J.P. Morgan Chase, Jamie Dimon, saying, looks like we're going to have a depression, maybe worse than the Great Depression. Can you imagine what's going to happen to this country and the world in a global depression? That's right. We're not just facing the threat of China. I don't think China's going to move into Taiwan before they do a surprise attack with us. So the closer they get to it seeming like they're going to actually invade Taiwan, the closer I think that means that the surprise attack on us will occur. But I don't think China will pull the trigger on us. I think they will use the Russians to do so and Iran and others and North Korea and others. But you, you also have the economic threat. You have the open borders threat. You just have regular terrorist cells threat, especially which, what has exploded in the Middle East. You know terrorist cells are salivating and blowing up America. We all know that they all feel that if they get rid of America, they can get rid of Israel. And it's really Israel's just an extension of the Western world. They're an extension of America. That's the way they look at it. Israel will survive because the Bible promises that Israel will survive until Jesus returns. America doesn't have those promises, and therefore I worry. This is why I say get right with God, because I don't know what's going to happen. I, I've already predicted many times that this stuff would escalate and the fall would be a very dangerous time. I said that way before we went into the fall. And that's why I was hoping the fall also could be a time in which I hope we have a rapture happen. I, I really want to make it to the rapture, but there's no guarantee I'm going to. And at the rate I'm going health-wise, I have no idea how long I have. But my suffering sucks. And I don't know if I'm going to make it to the rapture is what I'm saying. Because the rapture, who knows? Even if it's close, if it's two years from now, that would still be close. I ain't making it. I wouldn't make it if that was the case. So I'm just saying. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. I'm telling you this because it's important. And maybe God's having me go through this to ensure that time is short, not just for me, but for you too. If the rapture's coming and all this is going to come down and America's going to get blown up, time is short for everyone. 
And I'm willing to tell you, get right with God, get right with God, get right with God, whereas maybe not others would. And maybe that's the purpose of it all. I love you guys. See ya. Hey guys, don't forget to subscribe to my dad's channel. It's free and you stay informed. Now that's a win-win. See ya. Well, if you've gotten this far, you must really love our content. But have you checked out the newamerican.com fully? You need to go check it out. You can subscribe to the twice monthly magazine. It's a physical magazine that can arrive to your home. So that's awesome. But you can also daily at the website get new stuff every single day when you go to the newamerican.com. So if you haven't done that, go there, do it and subscribe.